It was forbidden love, caused a lot of controversy and caused a lot of pain. You may be wondering, oh, she is going to bring us, you know, Romeo and Juliet and whatever, whatever. Aha! No! This story is also very pretty much Portuguese and includes a woman that was crowned a queen after she was dead. Hello everyone and welcome! My name is Joanna, also known as Mortis on the Internet, your favorite vampire. And today I bring you the legend of the Crown Prince Dom Pedro and Inês de Castro. But how exactly does the story of a controversial and forbidden love end up in our special segment? Well, it's super simple. It ended up just like any other family drama would end up in the medieval era. Well, it ended with murder. This story is going to be focused in an area known previously as Dovecote, located on the left bank of the Mondego River in front of the hill where the city of Coimbra was born. This farm is extremely rich, uh, with fertile land, abundant water, helping the growth of subtropical species. During the Middle Ages, the property belonged to a monastic order, so belonged to the monks of Santa Cruz, and the place was known as the Quinta do Pombal, so the Dovecote Farm. This Dovecote is still one of the oldest buildings in the farm, built in 1314 uh, and later given to Queen Santa Isabel, wife of the King Ninish. This farm, however, now called Quinta das Lágrimas, is associated with the legend that tells the story of Pedro and Inês. And if you are wondering what is the direct translation of Quinta das Lágrimas, that is, well, Tears Farm, Farm of Tears. Yeah, as you can see, that ended up super well. Well, Pedro being the future heir of the throne occupied by his father, Afonso IV, and Inej was a Galician lady, bastard daughter, lived an intense love affair. Don Pedro, however, was married to Dona Constanza and fell in love with Inej de Castro, his wife's lady-in-waiting. The two would meet secretly in the royal palace, living a secret passion hidden from everything and everyone. It is known, however, that the woods of the farm were hunting grounds in the 14th century for the royal family, who then resided in Coimbra. It was here that Pedro and Inés met, always in secret, since Inés lived near in the Paso do Conselho in Santa Clara Velha, near the farm, and from this same farm comes a narrow pipe known as the Lover's Pipe, which sounds super bad, but it was the pipe basically Pedro used to send love letters to Inés. You know, he would have, you know, those little, um, uh, boats, small boats made of wood, in which he would place the love letters that the, you know, the water would take to her. Finally, when Constanza died, that is Pedro's wife, Pedro saw here an opportunity to be able to assume his true love with Inés de Castro, right? I mean, 
it seemed like life was giving them the opportunity they so desperately wanted. But it wouldn't be quite like that. Pedro's father was against his son's relationship and did not support the couple's decision to stay together. Something would have to be done. The future of the throne of Portugal was at stake. And you know, the future of the kingdom is always above the wills of humans. This relationship, condemned by the people and disapproved by Afonso IV, had its end in 1355, when by the order of the king, Inês was beheaded. It was the tears that Inish cried then that gave birth to the fountain of tears where the blood that came out of the body is still engraved in the rocks that make the fountain. Inés's death brought much pain to Pedro, who never forgave his father. When the king died, Pedro of course ascended to the throne and he decided to avenge Inés's death. Well, he avenged her death with more deaths. Yay! As soon as Pedro took the throne, he tried to capture the murders of Inish. One of the murderers escaped, but two were captured and had their hearts cut out. Yeah, it was that graphic. Because according to Pedro, people like that deserve to have no heart. Or, I guess the literal translation is... People like that had no heart. So in 1360, Pedro announced that he had married Inish and had her declared as Queen of Portugal, digging her up from the convent of Santa Clara and taking her to the church of the Alcabasa Monastery. A huge procession with the dead queen's body paraded and in the Gothic church of Alcabasa, Pedro ordered that Inish should be buried in front of his tomb. The tomb of Inej recounts her life and achievements and even has a motto that reads until the end of the world, celebrating the lover's tale or the lover's, you know, true passion. Ooh, I'm getting like goosebumps. This is so cute. If it wasn't so tragic. In Alcubasa, however, Inej, as Camões would say in the Lusíadas, was queen after her death and the nobles were obliged to kill her <laughs> not to kill her sorry to kiss her hand you know all of this um talk about murder is you know uh, messing with my head no sorry the nobles in Alcabasa were made to kiss the dead queen's hand as were uh, it was a direct order from um uh, Dom Pedro they say that the blood that Inês shed still colors the stones of the Quinta das Lágrimas, you know, the tears farm. They say that the garden of the Quinta has um, this heavy energy, having been, of course, the scene of a terrible tragedy. And some people also say that they feel a presence around the farm that is difficult to explain, as if someone wants to manifest themselves. Sometimes they say it's even easy and you can even identify a silhouette of a woman in the corner of your eye. But when you try to look back, there's no one there. What about you? 
do you want to visit this farm, this Tears farm? My name is Mortis, and I hope that you had enjoyed this story.